0: In Season 3 of the Culture Gooder podcast, we've been doing a deep dive into each of our 12 teams, or as we call them, flocks. For these five episodes, we're going to be shifting gears a bit and doing a deep dive into each of our five verticals. Although Gooder started as a run brand, we've expanded into bike, beast, golf, and game. In today's episode, we're talking with Han. Han's the community manager for our run vertical. We launched Gooder in two thousand fifteen as a Run brand, and in two thousand eighteen we launched Beast, then nineteen bike and golf, and last year we launched Game Gooder. From the beginning, all of the other verticals had their own Instagram and social media accounts. Run, however, shared our main Gooder Instagram and social media accounts. And one obstacle we've had over the past few years is Run has kind of been in the shadow of the overarching brand. That all changed earlier this year when we separated them. And as we were doing the separation, I joked with Han constantly that she has both the easiest and hardest vertical. Easy because we're so big in the run space and there's so much opportunity. Hard because we expect the most from Run. Well, Han didn't disappoint. She has been crushing it. And now Run is out of the brand shadow and making noise. Han volunteers at a cat lounge, and it brings her pure joy, and you can see it in her face when she talks about it. And one thing Han has taught me is that that is what volunteering should do. It should just bring you a sense of joy for the work you do. Let's talk to Han.
1: This is Culture Gooder with Stephen Leese and Sean Tinney. Each episode this season, we're talking to a different flock leader of the Gooder team to give you a more in-depth look at how we status the quo challenge.
2: Well, hey, Hannah, thanks for joining us today.
3: Thank you for having me.
2: Of course. Skip things started with some easy questions, huh? Sounds good. All right. So, scale of one to 10, how good of a driver are you?
3: Ooh, well, I'm from Massachusetts, which automatically makes me a masshole driver. So, I- I'm going <laughs> to go with a six.
2: Ooh, all right. I was expecting lower. Six sounds good to me, though. <laughs> based on that intro, not based on what I know of you. Fill in the blank Taylor Swift is?
3: Incredible.
2: Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> that checks out. <laughs> all right. One more. What age do you want to retire?
3: Ooh, that's a big question. Uh, sixty.
2: All right. Nice. Even sixty. <laughs> yeah. I think the government agrees. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. Retiring young. So, what's the two-minute version of your journey to Gooder? You know, where were you beforehand, and you know, how did you hear about us?
3: Yeah. Absolutely. So I guess starting from the beginning, I went to American University in Washington, D.C., did an undergrad and a graduate degree in communications. At the time, I was also interning at Animal Planet and at Science Channel. And eventually, my first real adult job was working on the global communications team at National Geographic, doing things with travel and their books team as well. Some more traditional media relations background. I was working at a PR agency right before I came to Gooder. So I really have a background in a lot of things that have really strong brand voice. So Gooder is a supernatural fit. And I heard about the brand probably pretty early on from my friend Mel, who is now a member of the Flamboyance. And she loved Gutter, introduced me to Gooder, and also encouraged me to apply for this run community manager position. So I've known about Gooder for pretty early on. I've been a runner forever. So I've always been pretty familiar with the brand itself.
0: Was you letting Mel into the flamboyance, like a thank you for introducing you to Gooder?
3: Of course. And she had been applying for years and she is incredible. So it makes sense.
0: Fair enough. We love nepotism at Gooder. The
2: entire brand's built on it. (laughs) All right, Anna, can you briefly summarize your role for our listeners? What's your lame title? What's your real title? And what are you up to?
3: Sure. So my lame title is Run Community Manager and my gutter title is brand on the run. It's a Paul McCartney reference. I'm a big McCartney fan. So, love my gutter title. To quickly summarize my role, the easiest way to explain it is anything across the board that happens at Gutter that has to do with run specifically, I probably have some sort of part in. But my role is basically fostering community and connection amongst our fans and customers and Making sure we're speaking really directly to runners and just creating hype for run gooder and all things gooder.
0: Yeah. You're part of the Activations flock. Said this a bunch of times. Community managers touch so many things that we're going to go into. Community, social, flamboyance, athletes, sales, partnerships. But for our listeners, like, what's a typical day like for uh, Hannah at Gooder?
3: Yeah. So... It's cliche for sure, but no day is really the same. As a community manager at Gooder, <laughs> we hold so many roles, like you mentioned, Stephen, and we could do any combination of those roles in any single day. So, whenever you see a social post go up on Run Gooder, or get a DM or a comment responding to your comment on Run Gooder, that's coming from me. That is me behind the scenes. We talk with athletes and their agents for sponsorships. Working with the internal Gooder team for design, copy, content to put up on those social channels, interacting with the flamboyants, doing giveaways, talking with other brands for potential partnerships, sunglass launches, really just any combination of those things in any given day.
0: Yeah. Well, we're going to jump into it in more detail. Sean, you want to shoot for these questions? Yeah, let's see what happens. <laughs> Odds or evens? Uh, I'll go evens. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one, shoot. Fuck. <laughs> Ooh, damn, you. Awful. has one one today.
2: I am not good at this. I need to, like, run it back and just see what I've played. And, like, this is worse than coin toss. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so community manager, so building community is what you're all about. And you know, something we talk about it good or to an exhausting level is creating connection, but it's really important to us. And so one of the ways we do this is we are really committed to having separate verticals run by golf beast. So tell listeners, you know, what is the vertical campaign right now for run and how did it come to be and why do you like it so much?
3: Sure. So run's current campaign tagline is running is fun with a question mark at the end. We picked this during a brainstorm we had last summer where we were kind of thinking about what's important to run gooder and what is really going to resonate with runners. And it's applicable to all runners. If you have just picked up running, you've absolutely thought to yourself, running is fun in the middle of a run. And the same thing if you're an elite athlete. Like If you've ever gone out for a run, you've probably thought to yourself running is fun at some point. It keeps running really real because running can be gross, painful, weird, like self-punishing. But at the same time, it's really beautiful and fun and creative and you can really push your body to its limits. So I ultimately want running is fun to exist in the running world the same way that Just Do It does. So it's really applicable to all runners, no matter who you are or how far you run or your ability.
0: Yeah, it was so funny when we were coming up with this is there's like a joke about, you know, how do you know somebody's a marathoner? Oh, don't worry, they'll tell you. Yeah, exactly. And, but when you run, you start running, I would say 99% of the stories you tell, it's never went on a really breezy uh, three mile run today. Everything went great, right? Like nobody tells that story because that's an awful story. It is, you got lost, you ate shit, you didn't bring enough nutrition, you ran out of water, like you shake your pants, like, right? It's like, and so if you were just to hear this from the side, you'll be like, this doesn't sound fun to me. So you're right. That's like the whole order is like running is fun. (laughs) And it just works so perfectly for the brand.
3: It makes me laugh every time I hear it or post about it or see it. So it's a campaign I really, really love.
2: Speaking of, what are some other campaigns or initiatives that you are stoked about uh, in the run space?
3: Yeah, absolutely. So On Run recently, we've been doing more user-generated content. So being able to feature our fans and our followers in our content on our feed, it's a really great way just to spread love to our followers and show all different types of runners. So people get really excited about that. And it's awesome to showcase the people who follow us. We also worked with Alexi Pappas, who's one of our sponsored athletes and Garmin Fitness, and we did a caption contest of this really silly photo of Alexi racing Carla Flamingo. And we asked people to caption the photo and they got to win a really awesome prize. So just really silly, fun things to keep our audience engaged. And a couple months ago, we worked with ultra running memes and hyper ice to do a custom meme. And we did a giveaway with them as well where we gave away a chair It's so weird. It was so fun. And it really (laughs) drove home the running is fun theme with like memes and the chair and just being ourselves in the run space.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, part of your role as social lead and especially this last year with the pandemic with events off the table, it's been really, really important to have a strong social presence. So what does it mean to be the social lead of run? And maybe even talk about Hannah, too, a little like how we we separated Gooder and Run Gooder in January of this year.
3: Yeah. So I love being the social lead for Run. It is so much fun because I get to interact with our customers and with our followers several times a day, every day. And it's really great to have that connection with them and be able to foster that community. And Stephen, like you mentioned earlier this year, we Moved Run Gooder out from Main Gooder. So now Run Gooder has its very own account where we can talk about all things running specifically. So it's really everything from coming up with the content ideas that are gonna speak to runners specifically, managing the posting calendar, responding to DMs and comments, liking people's pictures, sliding into other brands' DMs or sliding into their comments to interact with them and try to interact with more followers. I love sliding into DMs of individual influencers or super fans. Like, if someone posts a TikTok wearing gooders, they will have a DM from me probably the next morning because I want to be friends with them. <laughs> and it's a really great way to build that community and give people kind of surprise and delight opportunities who really fit our brand. And overall, social is just creating hype. Anything that we post on our social, we are going to say it is the best thing that has ever happened because we want to create that hype. And we know what our audience is going to like. And we just want to hype that up as much as possible.
0: I love the term sliding into DMs. I don't know why such just, just get such a kick out of that. It's so fun. Is that in your
2: favorite karaoke song?
0: Probably. And also, now that we do this podcast, people's moms <laughs> slide into my DMs. Crafty's mom slid into my DMs. Mike Eddy's mom has slid in my DMs before, so people's parents are good or just slide in my DMs, which I fucking love. That's awesome. <laughs> if if Han- Hans' mom's listening to this, feel free to slide to my DMs. I'll, I'll talk to you.
3: Yes. Shout out to Mama Sedge.
0: Yep. <laughs> Stephen Lee, Hannah,
2: any other tips or tricks on the social side of things?
3: Yeah. So in the last couple of months, we have been implementing more series on the social side of things that we have seen a lot of success with. It's been a great way to talk to runners specifically and a great... Example of this is Carl's Aid Station is what it's called on our run vertical. So every month we post maybe real, maybe not real running tip from our CEO, Carl the Flamingo. And it's a great way to keep running real and really be relevant to our audience. So we have seen a great response to that. And we've also started a series called Running is Fun Recaps, where we'll ask our audience Running is Fun related questions, and then we will reshare them on our page just to give love to our audience and drive Running is Fun home all the time on a consistent basis.
0: Speaking of which, you know, we have the Flamboyance, our ambassador program started in Run. It's our strongest. And I'm sure you're getting them involved with uh, Running is Fun. But what makes our flamboyance program different?
3: Sure. So our flamboyance program is the absolute best. They have a crazy good eagle eye. Whenever Steven posts a scumbag CEO teaser of any glasses, they're on top of it and they have to know the details immediately. So they're really our super fans. And it's cool to see them form their own little community within the larger Run Gooder community. So these are the people that know and love our brand. And they also bring something unique to the table with diversity, the type of running they do, run streaks or some sort of shtick that they chronicle on their Instagram that's like really interesting to the brand. It is a great fit. And they're so supportive of each other and of Gooder as a whole. And it's awesome to interact with them on a daily basis.
2: What do you think the most ridiculous thing is you've seen from one of the flamboyants?
3: Oh, goodness. They do so many fun things. They're just... The best, most enthusiastic runners and gooder fans that I have ever seen. We have a few Flamboyance members right now who are run streaking, like in the thousands of days, run streaking, which is just wildly impressive.
2: I heard something different.
0: (laughs) Just streaking (laughs) while running. (laughs) A different thing. thing. No, run streaking is how many days in a row you run. Streaking is a...
2: Yep, got it. I caught up quick. (laughs) through the quad to the gymnasium.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's some run lingo there. (laughs) So yeah, a run streak is when you string together numbers of days of running. So maybe you'll run streak for a month, or maybe you'll say, I'm going to run a 5k a day for a year, or maybe you'll just see how long you can keep your run streak going. So we have a lot of people doing that right now. We also have people of all types of experiences. So like beginner runners, ultra marathoners, we have a wheelchair racer this year, road runners, trail runners, college students, moms, dads, just everyone. We also have members who run and work out in costume. Like this is not a, oh, I'm running a race this weekend. I'm going to pull out my costume. It is a, I work out daily in (laughs) my costume.
0: In my banana costume.
3: Yes. Shout out to Jester Running Banana and Adventures of Bacon for their banana and bacon costumes that they wear every day, which I am obsessed with. (laughs) So they're always thinking of some new way to incorporate gooders into their life or in something weird and silly to do.
0: You know, all of our flamboyants are obviously athletes, but we also work with pro athletes too, which is in your bailiwick. So... How do you approach working with athletes and you know what do we look for when engaging with a professional athlete?
3: Absolutely. So, we recently started working with athletes on a more short-term basis. So, when they have something really cool happening or if we have something really cool happening, we take advantage of that moment by working together. The number one top priority for me is having athletes be authentically themselves. We want to use our platform to elevate the voice of many different people in the run community. So with deciding who we want to work with, I first want them to be a fit for the brand itself. We're doing a lot of social related sponsorships right now due to COVID. So being able to do something fun and creative on social has been a really awesome way to engage with a lot of different athletes.
0: It's so funny how authenticity is clearly a thing that all the community managers look for. I really wish I want one of the community managers I want to be like, We want selfish people or inauthentic. (laughs) Like, oh oh no, something went awry.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, non-inclusive, just super (laughs) 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 self-centered. All right, so how about on the retail side of things, Hannah? How do you partner with our sales team to get us into the right shops?
3: Sure. So we work together with sales and then in turn with our retailers. So right now, for example, on Run, we're working with the sales team on how we incorporate running is fun with our retailers and involve them more in our social channels to be able to give them love from our social platforms. Then if there's ever a run shop that I happen upon that I think is cool and maybe isn't a current retailer, I will float their information over to the sales team so they can take it from there. And we also chat with the sales team to really get a handle on our current numbers, like what's most popular in our run shops, how many new doors we open different sort of data that can be helpful for us on the vertical side.
0: It's funny. We probably like maybe one new run shop a week. And it always surprised me. I'm like, I am like, I'm like, I was under the impression we were in every run shop. So it's so always fascinating Sam. to me when, we're, when there's some out there that we're not in. Right?
3: Yeah, I completely agree with that.
0: Oh, uh, Hannah, where's your favorite place to buy gear? And have you gotten them to sell gooder?
3: Yeah, so I obviously love buying run gear. I love all things run gear. I go to Runner's High in Long Beach. And then before I lived in LA, I was living in DC. So I frequented Pacers Running and Fleet Feet DC, which are all all three of those places carry gooders because, Stephen, like you said, I have yet to come across a run shop that doesn't have a gooder display. And when I walk into a store, I will immediately go and look at the display because I want to know what they're carrying, what their POP looks like, how are they displaying it. And it always is like a good conversation starter because when I walk into a run shop, I probably have a pair of gooders on my head and someone will probably ask me about it.
2: So we've talked about athletes, talked about retail. What about the partnership side of things? What does that mean to you and how do we approach it differently than the rest?
3: Definitely. So partnerships for us can mean a lot of different things. It can mean working with brands that complement us and kind of help us grow our audience in the run space or help other brands break into the run space, so kind of leveraging each other's audiences. Product collabs are a great way to do this, but we also do it on social too with various giveaways or a social activation where we work with another brand. So it can mean a lot of different things, but we love working with other brands, especially in the run space and people who share a similar brand voice or are willing to not take themselves so seriously. We love working with them.
0: Yeah. What's your favorite partnership thus far? And what is your dream partnership?
3: My favorite one that I've been directly involved with is with our friends over at Territory Run Co. Last year, we worked together to create a hat and then matching sunglasses that were sold as a pack. It was really great for both brands and it was super limited edition item that sold out in 24 hours. So that's a good example of Territory speaking a lot to trail runners. And maybe we were introduced to new audiences there. And then we talked about territory on our channels. So then territory gets a new audience. So it ends up being a real win-win. And then on the social front for partnerships, my favorite social giveaway we've done was with Sarah Marie Design Studio, who just has absolute super fans and makes incredible products. And it's actually our top social post ever in terms of engagement on any gooder social channel. And we also did a turkey trottery with Garmin Fitness for Thanksgiving last year. So it was like a combination. Go run a turkey trot, and then you can enter to win some gooders. So it was just super weird, and I absolutely loved it. And it gave people something to do when maybe their normal turkey trot wasn't happening in person.
0: So what is Blue Sky, any partnership you can have? What what would it be?
3: Oh, I have so many. But if I had to pick two... I would love to collab with an anti-chafe product of any kind. It is perfect for running is fun because chafing is the absolute worst. uh, And we can just acknowledge that. So Squirrels Nut Butter, Body Glide, would love to do a product together.
0: I'd love to see a Body Glide stick that just like a good one like that says running is fun. That'd be actually perfect. Exactly.
3: And if you had that in your bag every time you were going to go out for a run, you'd be like, I'm protecting myself from chafing and also this packaging looks fantastic. So it would be great. And then I'd also love to work with Hoka One One and do a collab shoe with them. Hoka is so hot right now and they have all of the thick boy shoes. So we would love to do such a crazy color shoe with Hoka would be
0: incredible. I mean, we did an amazing shoe with Saucony. We have another amazing shoe dropping probably around the time this podcast is coming out, which is actually, I don't think we've talked about it yet, so I won't say it on here. But actually, by this time, we'll know. We're actually doing a shoe with Reebok that's dropping really soon. And so I fucking can't wait for those bad boys.
3: Same. Taking over the shoe world. Yeah, (laughs) that's right.
2: In through the eyeglasses door somehow. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, I mean, obviously, you do a ton, Hannah. What's your favorite part about being a community manager?
3: This is easy. This is an absolute dream job of mine because I get to talk about running all day, every day as my job. It is so <laughs> cool. And I know people who don't run out there are probably like, Han, why would I ever want to talk about running realistically? But trust me, it's so great to be able to talk about your passion every day and have it be a part of your job. It's just amazing. And I really like that we get to do something different every single day. And our job is to connect with people. And on a personal level, I love doing that. I love being able to interact with our customers all the time. And I love working with the other community managers too. It's really awesome to have four other people who are doing The same thing, but for a different sport and have them to bounce ideas off of and uh, really come together as a team when we're doing activations across all of our verticals.
0: Yeah. So I'm going to go off script for my last question here, Hannah. I'm I'm asking you a few rapid fire run questions just because we love run so much. So uh, did you run in high school? Yes. What'd you run?
3: Mostly 100, 200 and the four by one.
0: Awesome. What's your favorite distance now to run?
3: Half marathon is my favorite right now.
0: Awesome. Are you training for anything?
3: Yes, I am running the Chicago Marathon this year. It'll be my second full marathon and my first World Marathon Major, so very very excited.
0: Oh, that's amazing! I assume you run in Hoka's because you just said that's your favorite shoe, right?
3: Yes. Yeah, I, I'm running in Hoka's right now. I run in a couple brands right now, but the Hoka Rincon Two is my favorite at the moment.
0: What's your favorite uh, like nutrition or goo flavor?
3: Ooh, I like the Scratch Green Tea. They're little gummies. Goo I have a hard time with because I always end up spilling it all over myself. So the gummy is just an easier way to consume fuel while you're running. And it's just less messy in general.
0: And then uh, how many miles a week are you running right now?
3: Well, marathon training for Chicago starts on Monday. So right now I'm working on my base. So running about 30 miles a week right now.
0: What I like about this is I just basically backed you into a, a corner because uh, I, I run long distances every weekend. So now it's happening. Yeah, we're in. I uh, got you. You can't, <laughs> now you can't even get out of it. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'll see you on that Saturday long run.
0: Over to you, Sean, to close this out. <laughs> All right. So
2: let's just get some advice for people here from your experience, Han. What do you feel is your biggest fuck up or one thing that you wish you could do differently?
3: Gooder is clearly like no place I've ever worked. We have a very specific culture, as you've heard on this podcast. So you don't have to deprogram yourself on how you've worked in the past. And my first couple of months at Gooder, I said yes to literally any opportunity that crossed my inbox, <laughs> especially giveaways. We were just doing too much. And I was saying yes to too much, which was awesome and super fun and created some great opportunities, but it didn't necessarily move the needle. So in that, I've learned to have more purpose behind what I do, and that in the long run will have a greater impact. But yeah, we did 19 giveaways in three months for, I'm not sure why, it was just, I was really interested in doing them at that exact moment.
2: (laughs) (laughs) uh, We're having a hard time saying no early. That makes sense. Yep. Yep. Cool. <laughs> All right. How about the biggest shift you've made since taking over the Run Vertical?
3: I think since I've been involved with the Run Vertical, we've gotten really niche with Run and figured out how to directly speak to our audiences. So like I mentioned before, we were previously on at Gooder, which is now the overarching brand account. But now we have at Run Gooder, So we have the ability to speak really specifically to runners directly and that's been a huge shift to be able to have those conversations. I also, since I love talking to people and giving people really individual like likes, comments, DMs on their posts, I think it brings a really personal touch to RunGooder. And like we are real people behind that account. And we're growing really fast on RunGooder, especially. And I think that speaks to the type of content that we have, that it's really relatable to all types of runners.
2: Awesome. How about the thing you're most proud of?
3: Oh, I am most proud of seeing Run Gooder grow, especially in the last couple months. We launched at Run Gooder earlier this year, essentially from scratch. I mean, our run community isn't from scratch that already existed, but bringing them over to the Run Gooder account has been a really big task and trying to give them value in this other account. And there are just so many things that community managers in general are a part of. So I'm just really proud of being able to juggle all of these various roles and make an impact on run RunGooder's growth as a whole.
2: For sure. All right, so how about a few cheat codes for anybody in the run space?
3: Absolutely. So first is to include all runners. So not every runner is gonna run a marathon and that is totally great. Running can't be one size fits all as a sport and that's kind of the beauty of it and that running is for everyone. So just including all runners in everything that we do and making sure everyone is included in our community is really, really important. The next one is that runners like to keep it real, and we have learned this in the last couple months especially. Runners, and especially gooder fans who are runners, are very familiar with the sport. So you have to be able to relate to them, and we have to be able to talk to them about topics that they want to talk about. So for example, anytime we mention any sort of bodily function on Run Gooders copy, we get everyone's life story about (laughs) every bodily function they have ever had. So our audience especially, and I think runners in general, really like to keep it real. And then the last one is making connections with athletes, with people on TikTok, agents, people who work at other brands, race directors, influencers, just anyone in the run space. The run world isn't huge in general. So the more people you can talk to, the better.
2: Right on. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Hannah. It's been great to have you on.
3: Thank you so much.
2: Yeah. Thanks as always, Stephen. Thanks everybody for listening. Be sure to subscribe and send us your questions at gooder.com slash culture. Until next time, be excellent to each other.
1: Thank you so much for listening. Send us your questions, learn more, and find episode resources at gooder.com slash culture. If you enjoyed yourself today, which we're sure you did, we would be so grateful if you could please leave us your star rating and review. That minute and a half of your time, it really does help people find us. And don't forget to share us on your stories, tell your friends, tell your parents, tell your delivery person who's probably listening to some other shitty podcast right now. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at culturegooder and Steven at stevenleese that's Stephen with a PH, because those V people are not trustworthy. Culture Gooder is produced by our in-house Gooder team, so many thanks to the Culture Gooder team, and also everyone else at Gooder, really, without whom there obviously would be nothing to even podcast about. At Gooder, we exist to give you the permission to be unabashedly yourself, unless you're an asshole. So don't be. See you next time.